From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, July 5th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Noyo Center for Marine Science in Fort Bragg hosted an event that was all about one particular class of animals last week. Hooray for the predators! Experts from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service held 16 open houses in June from Astoria to Emeryville to talk about the possibility of reintroducing sea otters to the waters off the coasts of southern Oregon and northern California. Congress ordered a feasibility study about it last year, and the paper found it's biologically feasible. The open houses are a follow-up to try and get some understanding of the socioeconomic factors involved. There are currently no plans to actually reintroduce the species. They're a historic predator of the purple urchin that have demolished the kelp beds since the disappearance of the sunflower sea star, which also ate urchins. But fishermen worry that otters will further imbalance an ecosystem where the commercial red urchin and recreational abalone fisheries are already in collapse. Dr. Lillian Carswell is the Southern Sea Otter Recovery and Marine Conservation Coordinator for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and an author of the feasibility study. She thinks otters could help restore those valuable fisheries. We do think there would be adequate food for them. They, they eat you know, fat innkeeper worms, they eat chitons, they eat sand dollars when sand dollars are reproductive. They eat a lot of things that people might not necessarily think about because they're not the species we eat. Of course, sea otters do also eat crabs and um, clams and sea urchins and abalone when it's available. Uh, But importantly, abalone have a refuge in deep crevice habitat. And sea otters help those populations by helping to control the purple sea urchins and allow kelp to regrow. Grant Downey is not so sure. He's a longtime commercial red urchin diver who also represents 40 to 50 divers for the California Sea Urchin Commission. He thinks the emphasis should be on restoring the kelp, not bringing back otters. So there was a recent study out of Monterey Bay about the mosaic landscape under the water, some kelp, some not kelp, and this researching team found that the otter would focus on the purple urchins that did have uni in them, and there's some thinking that they were protecting the kelp by eating only the the purple urchin that had already eaten it. So I'm wondering if that kind of gives you some hope that maybe the otters would not be a, a disaster. So yeah, I know the study you're talking about from Dr. Joshua Smith. Uh, Actually, I recently met him at the Sonoma County Sea Otter Summit. And it is, it is a great study and it makes perfect sense. If there are standing kelp beds, the urchins that are around the edge of the kelp bed are what us urchin divers call a feed line. So those urchins are eating the the fall or the detritus kelp from that kelp bed. And if there isn't enough fall kelp, that's when they actually attack the kelp bed. So yes, sea otters with a population boom of urchins will focus on those good urchins. Um, Correlate that to our north coast, we don't have any kelp beds. In areas like Northern California and Oregon, there was really only one major predator of sea urchins, and that was the sea stars. In Central California, we had two major predators of sea urchins, and those were sea otters and sea stars. And so we did have urchin barrens form in Central California, but sea otters have helped to maintain a mosaic of kelp beds and sea urchin barrens and they actually defend those kelp patches by eating the gravid sea urchins within the patch and at the patch boundaries, allowing those patches to grow and also to seed new patches. Michelle Zwartius is the field supervisor of the Oregon Coast Field Office of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. 
And she says most sea otter reintroduction efforts have been successful, with about a third of today's otters the result of reintroductions. And she thinks nudging the southern sea otter further north could benefit the entire species. The one single population we have right now of that subspecies is highly vulnerable to disease, for example, or oil spill that could greatly affect the entire population there on the central California coast. Um, We know that historically there was a transition zone between northern and southern sea otters along the Oregon coast. So um, any opportunity to establish just occasional gene exchange between those populations would be beneficial for southern sea otters. It could also benefit the northern sea otter because the southern sea otters are more adapted to slightly warmer waters. And as the waters along the Pacific coast warm as a result of climate change, that exchange could benefit northern sea otters as well. Estuaries and shallow water habitats are especially promising potential sites for the refuge they may provide from great white sharks. Sarah Grimes, the Marine Mammal Stranding Coordinator at the Noyo Center, has a couple of otter pelts. Both of those specimens were shark bit. A lot of sea otters do get predated by sharks, and they promptly spit them out because they're little fur balls that don't offer a lot of nutrition. Um, I have had three shark bitten elephant seals over the last 10 days. So we're in June right now. So how would it be to introduce a sea otter into this ecosystem now that doesn't have a forest for them to hide in, so to speak? And, you know, I don't want to respond to sea otters that are being reintroduced and then promptly bitten off by sharks, you know? Imagine a forest that doesn't have any trees and a rabbit trying to hide. Thinking about the kelp forest as a place for predators to lurk and prey to hide. Grimes is undecided about the otters, but she appreciates the work they do. Hooray for the predators, keeping the balance. I mean, and that's really what we're talking about here. We're talking about balance in an ecosystem that is not in balance. I'm glad we're looking at it. glad we're discussing it. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.